Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This is the Darren Green Show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm your host, Darren Green. I'm Prince Jared Dahl. And this is the Darren Green Show, back with another episode. This is episode 72. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and give us a rate and review if you can. And as always, follow me at TDGS Media on Instagram and Twitter. And for my fellas out there, be sure to check out New Vision Streetwear. It's an online apparel store that sells hoodies, graphic tees, joggers, and accessories like watches and different chains. I already bought a couple joggers and I bought a watch but you can use my discount code at TDGS.25 for a 25% discount of any purchase. The information is in the description. I looked at the stuff on the website. It's, it's, it's really good. It's really good stuff. So, you know, I want you to look good. <laughs> and tell y'all, and for the ladies listening, tell your boyfriends, honey, tell your cousins, tell your brothers, you get what I'm saying? Um, and, you know, use my discount code TDGS.25. Uh, the website is in the description. Okay. How how was your week, Derek? My week was cool. It went by kind of fast. Um, mm. I'm trying to think. What all did I do this week? Oh, nothing. I did nothing this week. <laughs> I'm like, I, there was really, I mean, outside of like working on mm-hmm. some submissions for stuff, like, I just like, ugh, I don't know. Everything's blurred together now. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going to take a nap and I'm going to wake up. It's going to be October. Oh, Lord. Like it's summer. I want to be outside. Mm-hmm. To where I guess a lot of people are today. Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, the beaches are open and they're, New Jersey is slowly reopening. I heard they're going to be opening up uh, barbershops and, and other places that were once um not considered essential. Um, definitely, huh? Is that the places that were deemed non-essential? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because I know um, the person I'm talking to. He works at Sally's, and they're open now. So I'm like, okay. So if the hair care stores is open, why not the barbershop? You know what I'm saying? So let's just like, right? Because I, when I tell you, I'm, I'm looking real. Huh? Definitely, I get to. They're definitely going to slide to the beauty supply store. Okay. Yeah. I feel like, damn, everything y'all want to be open, y'all can. I mean, you've had enough time that you could have learned how to cut your own hair by now, right? And save yourself over two hundred fifty dollars a year on haircuts. Like, you are right. Like, you are com- you are completely late. correct. But when I looked on YouTube and seeing how it was, I'm like, I see my coordination is already off too. So I know I'm just gonna mess up. And I'm like, yo, I gotta live with this for a couple of weeks. Uh-uh. You defeated yourself before you even started by knowing <laughs> that you were gonna mess up. Like, you think these barbers that are the best at what they do now didn't mess up in the beginning? Like, you're yeah. not gonna be good at anything the first time you do it. That's the whole point of practice. And where you going? This is the best time to learn because where you going? Yeah, anybody gonna see you. Oh, yeah. And if you fuck we- up, just be bold. Well, you know, Americans, we want it when we want it and how we want it. 
<laughs> that's why they all go. Well, that second wave gonna come through. And oh, child, not the second wave, please. Let's knock on wood. <laughs> there, there is gonna be a second wave. Like you're, they're opening up, opening up social spaces mm-hmm. without there being a vaccine available. Like it's not like the shit just went away. People are still dying from it every day, and you know, people are the open the opening up the world isn't it's just about the economy about people being uncomfortable being at home not even really concerning themselves with safety anymore people just decided that the pandemic should be over you know what i mean so yeah 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 like outside, they're gonna mm-hmm. not be not gonna not gonna take it as seriously as they did a couple of weeks ago they're gonna stop wearing the ppe because they're gonna get tired of wearing their face masks they're gonna get tired of wearing gloves everywhere because the world Oof. is back open yeah hmm. when i tell you i mean i have to do it because i work at bj's but oh my god like i lose like i can't breathe the same with, with that and i'm on i'm in there i'm working there eight hours you know what i'm saying eight hours a day like like for the people that have to wear it like for at least like what 30 minutes because you're going outside to go get you know go to the store or whatever buy some stuff all right yeah i really ain't got no reason to be upset or feel some type of way but like when you're working like when you're an essential worker and you have to keep that on like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, like, yo, I gotta go to the, I go to the bathroom, try to take this off because they allow us to take it off, um, in the break rooms or in the bathroom or whatever. But like, ah, this is too much. I, we gonna have to pick us up now, <laughs> like for real. <laughs> and I know, test, I just, y'all? huh? I'll get tested. Did we get tested? Yeah, do they test y'all for COVID? Like, even Child, if they do, no, all they do is check our temperature. Oh, well, look. I mean, what? Uh, yeah, they. they check Amazon. It. I start my new job next week. I'm not. I know me. Don't touch me. Don't talk too close to me. Uh huh. Just pick my head. Just put these carts together. Uh huh. Where Amazon? Uh, where is it in Jersey? I'm gonna be in Hoboken. Oh, there is one in Hoboken. Okay. Things. I'll be doing that. Okay. Yeah. Um. Went on the book, but. Hmm. I'm not excited about it. I am not excited about going back outside and having having to deal with people outside of me grocery shopping for myself. Hello? Okay. <laughs> but the pay is really good, so you know, at least you, you at least you get that. That's what I say. Yeah. Huh? Hey, make that money. Yeah, that's what I say with BJ's. I'm like, hey, this is a lot of work because I work in produce. So and and because I'm big, like they put me, they'll have me working on like watermelons and potatoes and shit. I'm like, damn. I can't put I'm up. Big. Yeah, because I'm like, damn, I, sometimes I want to put out salad. Huh? Uh, oh, you know what else I have? I did um, discover a new app this week. I didn't mm. discover it's old, but I got on House Party. And I've been connecting with some it. of my um, old friends from college. Mm. That place, wow. Mm. Oh, Lord. The gays just take over everything. Oh, we do. Just everything, everywhere. And, huh? And, and what about it? <laughs> Right, I'm just saying. Um, but it's a nice little dope app. So if y'all got house party, you can add me. Mm-hmm. I'll talk to y'all about a good 10 20 minutes. But shoot, I might get a house party. What y'all do? Y'all have your little happy hour moments? Well, we can't have happy hours, but like, yeah, you, um, you just let people know that you're in the house, and it's like a big, a big old video call. Like, I was on a call with like um, my best friend from Grambling, Deontay mm-hmm. was on the call. Uh, one of my sons was on the call and like two other people that I recently just met. Like, we just have like good conversations and they have games on there. Like, we're playing a little Pictionary game. Um, now I need to watch. download this. 
So yeah, download the House Party app and come have some fun with us. Like for those who'd be bored in the house, you just hop on and you know, you can meet some new friends or you can catch up with your friends and family. It's so I enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yes. So you've been doing that. Yeah. Um like I said, I was working the second week of me working, child. Let me tell you something. I can't, I come home, I go right to sleep. Like my sleep pattern is back to normal because you know before I I just sit there, I sleep at two o'clock, wake up at eight, then go to sleep and not and not get up. Like you up, but you just stay in your bed until like twelve. Like now, I work, I come home, I go to sleep, and then I wake up. Like like my pattern is back to normal, which is good, but. Child, this job is, ooh, girl. Like, I remember, like, Friday, you know, not Friday, Saturday, actually. It was, like, the last day, you know, because I had my little two-day break or whatever. They had a nerve to tell me, oh, you need to be going faster. I'm like, bitch, no. I'm <laughs> like, what? Go faster? You have me on, you have me lifting potatoes and moving pallets and shit? Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, so. Huh? It's your workout. Do you have different how you Oh, yeah, so, yeah. It, that's what I like about it, too. It, it is a workout, but, like, you ain't gonna tell me to do fast. I do it at my own pace, okay? <laughs> you gonna do whatever them people tell you to do because that's your job. <laughs> Look, I mean, I kindly gave a little courtesy, you know, but like, I'm not running, okay? <laughs> <laughs> now, if you're gonna fire me now, you're gonna have to fire me now, child, okay? I'm gonna get my stipend anyway and I'm gonna just see how to spread that out, but I'm not. Look, when I'm tired, I'm tired, child. I can't. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm a. I mean, I'm a sitting down type of job person. You know what I'm saying? I'm not used to this. And it's been a it's been a minute since I had like a job that's like this because I worked. Um, I did the uh the whole um school dormitory clock in thing where I was sitting at a desk all the time. And then you know, the couple of internships that I've been through, it's just like office jobs. I'm used to that. So to go back to retail and groceries and produce, oh child, I'm over it, child. But it's good though. It's good though. I'm making money, so that's all that matters. And another thing that I, that I was working on is my tdgsmedia.com. I bought the domain last Friday, and I've been working oh. on it ever since. Um, the interface is is good. He'll have a couple ads on it. Um, I have to get the business plan, of course, in order for me to use like the templates that I want to use. So I had to use like WordPress's um, generic. Uh, themes but once yeah. we get that once we get that, yeah and i also been trying to find someone to make like the tdgs media like i need like a logo which i pay someone to do it on fiverr like and fiverr let me tell you something about fiverr child that is a hit or miss child because i got a couple of um creations and i'm like what is this uh-uh like not not gonna have somebody for you i may not... have a girl for you oh yes please we gotta talk yeah we gotta talk about this after the show Send me her information. <laughs> I'll also, on Facebook. Okay. Does she does um and I'm also trying to look for the uh another cover art for the um podcast. You know I you know I get real bored with things. I'm like, mm, we need a new one. It changes again, right? Mm-hmm. Um it, it's been it's been what it's been a year since we had it, so you know. The old... Has it been a year already? Almost. Like what in July? No. What? Yeah, we started. We started fall. Well, let me look. I'm looking at. I'm thinking like in school years. Right. Um, we started right. fall semester, which was not. It was 2019. Like uh, yeah. until and yeah, after this. August, September, September, uh, spring, summer, September. Uh, not not sure. <laughs> anyway. 
Shiba she wolf. Anyway, um, yeah. So it's been, it's been a year, and you know I, I get bored with things, and I really didn't like. I mean, I loved the cover art because it was something. It was us, but then you know when you flip through other podcasts, and I'm like, you know what, this looks real similar, child. Let me find someone that's like. You know that can that can create my dreams or whatever. I want to do. I still want to go with the cartoon thing. I don't want to do the photo shoot just yet. That's gonna okay. be. It's gonna. Yeah, that's definitely after this COVID situation. Um, but there is this one site that I'm looking at. So you know, we're getting new content. We're gonna get a new uh, intro jingle too, because you know. Okay. I don't need Nikki to sue me, Joe. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Come on here. Mm-hmm. I don't think she would sue us, but. Come on, she probably upgrade, be, upgrade she, season for TBGS. We love to see it. Right. We, we need an upgrade, honey. We need an upgrade. But you know, the content's still gonna stay the same because we, you know, we, we produce a good show. Um, I'm gonna be working on a lot of things. Like I've been trying to make this 30 second ad because like Spotify has this new ad service where you can, you know, put in mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so there's a lot that I'm working on. Very good. Yeah. Trying to stay sane. I'm cause I, I feel like if I'm not doing nothing. Like I get like I'm like I feel like like I sh- you should be doing something. you know what I'm saying like when you're not doing something for a long time it's like okay so unproductive yeah I feel so unproductive and you know like you know I could be you know doing something that can help my brand or whatever or make money shoot <laughs> so that's what's been going on this week child I see my grandma yesterday thank after months let me tell you something because we were um she actually. She got sick, but she didn't have the virus, but it was like she mm-hmm. had issues with she has bronchitis. So okay. she had a flare up and they said, you definitely want to stay inside and no one can see you. So for right. months, we haven't seen her and we finally got to see her yesterday. And it was oh, we had a little moment, child. I had a little teary eye moment because, you know, I haven't seen my grandma in a long time. Um, and it's so weird because I go to college like for months at a time and don't see my family. But it's just like, I don't know. It's just this is so different, you know? I don't know. Ever since this whole COVID nineteen thing, I feel like I talk too much. Let's let's let's. No, it's okay. On. I can't wait to see my grandma. I'm probably gonna call my grandmother after we get off this off this call. I haven't talked to her. I think maybe a week or so. So right, your family is like I, down I south. There, so and hug and kiss all mm-hmm. my people, but yeah, yeah, your family's down south. So it's like you really like you got to fly down there, right? Yep. Yeah, that is the. I couldn't imagine. That's- I mean, I mean, I thought about living. Child, I thought about living in the UK before. I was like, "Look," I said, "Ask my mom." I was like, "How would you feel if I got old?" He's like, "You ain't doing that." I'm like, "Yeah, okay." What? Not <laughs> ain't doing that. Nah, this is my money. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Get that bag. Uh, however you want to get it. Get yeah, right, 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 right. Now, funny how you talk about a house party. You know, we talking about these uh, group chats and tiny chats and all that stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> So you heard about Doja Cat? Oh yeah, <clears throat> it was a tough week for the for Doja Cat. Well, let's get into it. So she was recently exposed for being on this chat room called Tiny Chat, and she frequents this this. Well, allegedly they said that she frequents this alt right chat room where you know a bunch of racist white people. And in the video, you can see her interacting with the guys using racial slurs like the N-word, hard R, um, and like showing her body off and trying to like, I guess, get at them or trying to get with them or whatever in a in a degrading way. Um, and there was also a lot of, there was also that, there was 
video footage of her saying that, but it was also a lot of talk behind the scenes saying that, oh yeah, she she uh dis she uh she's anti black and all this. She made all these conversations. She talked about all that on the sh- on the chat room, whatever. We never seen it. The footage is not there. Um, this is uh, people. I, I don't know what it is. I think that a lot of people speculated that this was somebody you know after she went number one. There's somebody mm-hmm. trying to um throw there dirt now. on her name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the only thing, the only problem that I had with that was her saying the N word in wow. the presence of like, in the presence of white people, because it gives them the validation. Oh, she said it, I could say it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I didn't really agree with that and uh, the whole degrading thing. But like her being anti- her saying that she's anti-black or whatever. Like there's there's no hard evidence. There's no video footage of her saying that. Um, I would say that I wouldn't you know because there was this Doja Cat is over party. I think that, you know, to speak to um, cancel culture, I think that we, we, are, we no longer work in compassion no more because y'all was ready to get rid of her. But I'm like, y'all not even trying to figure out like what's what's up with her. Like she she like there was a whole what's lot of. What's not? Yeah. So what did you have to think about, say about this? Mm, I saw the stuff that was presented. I saw mm-hmm. stuff that was from both sides was a lot of the was on Twitter, but I didn't care about her telling them this. Sucker. I mean, in a joking way, whatever. But because mm-hmm. what she said was uh, "smid" in word. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I was like, "Well, shit." If I was in a room with a, if I felt like I was in a room with a bunch of racist white people, and I said that as a black male, I think that yeah. people probably would celebrate me saying that in a room full of racist people. You know what I mean? Okay. I think it's because the female, she's also um, mixed, and because she, people say that she doesn't really affirm her blackness, mm-hmm. which is weird a weird position for a human being to have to be in. Um, you know, I think that silence right now is her best thing. Like, I wouldn't come out and apologize for anything, especially she if she did come she, out. She recently did. She did? Yeah, she, she came out with a state. She, apo- she apologized oh, to the people that were offended. Yeah. Right. But, I mean, I would, I probably, I wouldn't have said nothing. And I would have been like, my my response to it would have been um, stream all of my eyes or whatever Ooh. that new song is. <laughs> But see here, see there was a unreleased song that that, that came out with it too because it was a whole there was a whole lot of things there was a whole lot well, of people coming out. Somebody didn't do nothing. Didn't, didn't do nothing, nothing where it was like a oh. go ahead. But it, the, the people tied that against police brutality and that had nothing to do with that. That song had nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. It was the term "didn't do nothing" is a term that's colloquial, uh, collectively used to describe um, black mothers whose sons or either get killed or get arrested and that's the mm-hmm. response. They didn't do nothing. So it was a play it was a play on that. It was and, a play on it. Yeah. So I just I don't know. People my thing is if you, people cancel people for whatever they want to. I think I yeah. tweeted earlier today like, y'all can't cancel nobody but yourself. If you want to listen to that girl, you're gonna listen to it. If you don't want to mm-hmm. listen to it, don't listen to it. Okay. Like where did this hate train come from? Because I and and like I said earlier before we started Twitter. People want to be outraised. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the Preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.
Listen, there's a reason the ultra-wealthy have been investing in fine wine for centuries. Historically stable returns and a lack of volatility make it stand out compared to traditional assets, especially during a downturn. But now you can invest alongside with them with Vint. Vint is an SEC-qualified investment platform that offers shares of the most sought-after wines in the world. So join the thousands of investors diversifying with fine wine and spirits. Learn more at VINT.co. For full investment disclosure information and more, visit VIN. Offended by everything now. These fake, yeah. Pieces. Um, you know, but I mean, you can't really cancel a person who was able to secure what they needed without your support in the first place. Like you well, can't you cancel can. them. Yeah, you I got what I mean. Yeah. So. Mm, cancel culture is is it's not like this. The oh, this person's over party or Doja Cat's over party or this over like like child. What do you mean? What are you talking about? Y'all gonna be streaming her next week, and right. that's just that. And, and and you know I felt annoyed, you know because I kind of was like, okay, Doja, like what you doing? Like, but at the end of the day, like we don't we don't know her story. There was a lot of people that brought up the fact that her father wasn't in her life, and that could have been the reasoning of all of this or a part of this. Um, so just to understand, like you know, under like, and that's just what I that's just the type of person I am. I don't. Alt right, like oh, you said this, so you know you, you're 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 banished forever, or whatever. You know, I try to understand people, and you know, a lot of people people were just fed up with Doja Cat. I mean, before she made a lot of people mad because she said she only dates like white people or something like that, or she doesn't date black people. Her boyfriend's white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that could have just been the the you know straw that broke the camel's back with a lot of people. Um, I don't know. I. I the whole canceling thing, like I just I was like, mm, like I don't know, like that sounds like some Barty gang shit. I don't know, cause <laughs> right, exactly. Cause as soon as, as soon as they did Doja's over party, we saw Cardi is coming. I'm like, Cardi's I'm coming, and then yeah, the Barb's came out of nowhere. The Nikki coming. I'm like, oh child, everybody coming, John. Uh, <laughs> let Doja her number one spot, and y'all yeah, relax. come on, come on, let's be let's be real honest. Let's come on, like. The person that really needs to be canceled, and I will say this because, and she really, she really did try this, is Lana Del Rey. And oh, now wow. let's let's get let's get into that though. Um, she recently made a statement asking, in quotes, the culture, when will it be okay for uh, me to go back to singing songs about relationships, even though it's not perfect? Um, she also name dropped a couple of artists, and because it was this post that she made on Instagram, and she name dropped. Um, a couple of artists such as Doja Cat, Nicki Minaj, Kalani, um, Beyonce, Ariana Grande. And basically she said that, can I please go back to singing about, you know, being embodied and feeling beautiful by being in a relationship that's not perfect, dancing for money or whatever I want without being crucified for saying that I'm glamorizing abuse. And essentially the songs that are number one are like, you know, people that make songs that are, you know, sexy, wearing no clothes, cheating, fucking and amongst mm-hmm. topics and stuff like that. Now, a lot of people, she got backlash from this because she, they felt like she used to, it was a little bit too many black people that you're, 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 you know, talking about here. You're talking about Nicki Minaj and Beyonce saying that, oh, my type of music, you know, there's no spot for, there's no place for my type of music or my type of sound. And, you know, this stuff gets glorified. Girl, what you talking about? I never like I I and I actually was a Lana Del Rey fan like for the longest, and I never heard a negative thing about her. Not saying that there isn't anything that was ever said about her negatively, but it's just not at the magnitude 
as a Beyonce or Nicki Minaj. Let's be real clear. You, you're saying that they don't She's get... She's not as big as they are. But she feels like they're allowed to share Is a true, narrative. And that... it's celebrated. Uh-huh. When, when she has been... Her whole career, when she speaks to a certain certain type of narrative, um, she does receive like a... People like Lana Del Rey because of her... The, she has songs about, you know... The contextual relationship with her father and mm-hmm. like um how that um affects her sexuality and like all these she sings about really toxic situations um that aren't like the pleasantries if you will but that's just that's her lane and her style and it's considered alternative but what she was speaking to was that a lot of these themes that she was crucified for because of the style of music that she does and how she glamorizes, and they say glamorizes, like, if you look at her visuals, it's like, it's very old Hollywood, it's very mm-hmm. much, you know. Yeah. She, she she makes it look pretty, even though she's singing about some really sad, depressing-ass shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she's saying that her her way of doing it, you know, these other girls are able to do their different themes about cheating on on men, or, like, even, like, still, like, the weekend, like, certain things that are considered taboo, and they're being celebrated for it. You said the she's weekend. Like, the difference? My thing, my my response is like, well, you're just not as popular as those girls. Release something that the masses want to hear, and you could be at the number one spot too. Mm-hmm. Work yeah. harder. It's not their yeah. fault. Yeah, she and, and, did, but she could have made her statement without name dropping. How without name dropping. Well, when she name dropped, then you get the then people take it personal because you know the some of the people she named they have very active fan bases, uh-huh. and I also think it worked in her favor because she has music coming out. Like I think she wants to kind of stir the pot. Um, and you know, it got her in the news, it got her in the blogs this week. It made it to the news, like Lana Mm -hmm. Del Rey's Instagram post made it to the news, like the actual news. They were calling her racist. Now, that word is a very strong word. Backfired on her ass, real quick, huh? What's that again? Sorry, my cat did something. I heard the, I heard the, oh, kitty, kitty. (laughs) Um, now they were called they called her racist, and I think that and that's when she made a response. She made a response today, actually, and she she started to compare herself to Twigs. Like, oh, when Twigs gets on a pole in a video, she it's it's, it's art, but when I do it, I'm a hoe. Who who calls you a hoe? Like when like I don't maybe I don't see it. All right, girl, stay at the comment section, girl. Girl, no, girl stay off of social media because that because she posted that whole that whole well no she was she obviously posted that on youtube or whatever i only seen a snippet of it because i'm like girl that whole letter that whole script she wrote she over here talking about feminists and all that this that and the third and i feel like my honey spare me your white fragility right that was definitely what, what i said it was white girl fragility anybody care about that like it, 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 like, girl, like, to, I, I feel like her, her reality with things are warped because, like, she said, when she, the part where she said twigs, my thing is, like, for the longest black women, and when we look at, like, the different hair types, like, you know, when, when a black woman wears cornrows or, or braids or whatever, um, it's, oh, it looks trashy, it looks ghetto, this, that, and the third, but when Kim Kardashian does it, oh, my God, like, it's, it's a trend, it's trendy. So, come on, let's, let's really get into it. There's no spot, there, there, um, she said there's no place for music like her. I'm like, um, I, mean, be, I mean, look at Billie Eilish. I mean, Billie Eilish is like the product of her. You don't agree? Billie, that's what I was saying. Like, that's, I mean, Billie Eilish got celebrated because she made so, music. Yeah, she got, yeah. So it's and, like. And I, and I used to say that. I was like, she's nothing but, a, she's more nothing more than 
a younger Lana Del Rey. Mm-hmm. So there is <laughs> there is a spot for you. It's just that sometimes when you, because I will say, I mean, was there any type of music like Lana Del Rey before her? Uh, no, not really. So when you start a trend or when you kick down the door, um, sometimes you don't always reap the benefit. Right. And I think that I understand your frustration with that because I felt like, because a lot of people, a lot of Lana Del Rey's fans were upset because Billy Iris was snagging a lot of these uh, Grammys and she didn't, I don't think she won anything, but right. like, why didn't you, why didn't you, like, you know what I'm saying? Like you didn't bring up Billie Eilish. You know what I'm saying? The people that are actually biting your style that are winning. These these girls that you brought up is not even in your categories. Let's be clear. Beyonce's had a song kind of like Lana Del Rey a little bit that's like Six Inch Heels and like like on Lemonade. Like people have dabbled in the style, but I mean, that's Lana's thing. Last I heard of Lana Del Rey was Don't Call Me Angel and by the time hers started, I was like, are we on acid? What is happening? She's no. just going to make music that I would want to listen to on a regular basis. But, I mean... Yeah, the last album is a couple of songs. It's just a couple of songs on there. But the her stuff before, I used to be into that. I, I thought I was a child. I used to want to be in the 20s, child. <laughs> she made me want to be in those times, even though it was like, who child. But, you know, I think that... I don't know. I think that she needs to stop talking because you you talking too much, and every time you talk, it, it gets worse. Like, girl, just go on, just go on. And 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 I know I said you know we need to get, like it was a joke when I said we need to cancel her because I mean I don't think we need to cancel her. I just think that she just needs to she need, you need to take a break, girl. And if this is what you're doing to promote your music, it's really not going to work. Like people were deliberately like because I feel like. No, I'm not going to bring it up. But I feel like people would deliberately not support you because they're pissed at you. And like, there's people that that were Ariana, Beyonce, and Nicki Minaj stands that listen to your shit, and you just lost that. You just lost that. <laughs> right. Maybe. I think everybody's doing everything just to shake shit up. Mm-hmm. You think so? Yeah. Because people are bored. Mm-hmm. People need views. People need to. They have to be able to continue and garner the conversation. But I don't know. Are celebrities part, didn't have to do that back in the day. Yeah, yes. Atlanta's not part of the conversation, so she injected herself into the conversation. Yeah. So, and here we are talking about Lana Del Rey, and she still ain't got no song worth us playing. So, <laughs> this lady that said her pussy tastes like Pepsi Cola. That was a. Oh my God! That was a bop. I'm not gonna hold. <laughs> Right, so I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't know, I don't know. Well, we we going to see how. Huh? I said we're praying for you, Lana. We hope you figure it out. We hope you, yeah, we really do because this this ain't it, girl. This is not it. <laughs> and the then bees? like there was a lot of people, there was a oh, lot of people saying, "Oh my, huh?" I said them bees came to sting quick. Them bees came to sting, and child, there was a lot of people on Twitter. That we're talking about, yo, not Azalea Banks was right the whole time. <laughs> she was this girl was trending number one because of this whole situation. It was like, yo, what's she, what's she gonna say? What's she gonna say? And Azalea Banks always proves to set the bars all the way back down again. She over there saying she can go ball for ball for Nikki, but we're not gonna give that any type of attention. Azalea is a very talented rapper. 
Yeah, she does a lot of... Azalea Banks is very talented. And sometimes I just feel like for a lot of artists, sometimes the personality part gets in the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think... I think some, the reason that Beyonce's been able to maintain the way she has is because she kind of came out during that time before social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of her idols, like the advice is you have to create some some veil. Like you have to have a thick veil. You have to have a separation between your personal life and your public persona. Mm-hmm. And you have to maintain and fight to keep that with earnest. And, you know, unfortunately with everybody now... I want to be reality TV stars and um, wanting to like just instant clout. Yeah, to have people have in, yeah, just not just instant clout, but like this, this to create a space where people can know a lot about you to create this false sense of them knowing you. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what it means. Like, oh, I watched, I've been watching your show for ten years. I know these little facts about you. I read all the blogs about you, all the, the details. Mm-hmm. The more you feel like you know a person, the more connected to them you feel. And I think that's a it's a marketing tool that can build a very loyal following. But some of these people deserve to have an air of mystery because in real life you're not that you're not that exciting. Like you're mm. not you don't have that great of a personality where you have would have friends, mm. let alone like a following that trusts you as a person or thinks you're a good person. So you should probably just let people fall in love with your craft. Yeah. Control that and then like nothing fall in love with that. Yeah, that that be the thing that they obsess about, um, because as soon as your personality comes through and it's, it's, it rubs people the wrong way on the mass mass mm-hmm. level, then you're done. And it's not even just a cancel culture thing; it's just more like a um, because there are so many different options out there now, and so much people have access to so many different artists. Like, like I said earlier about the whole cancel thing with Doja, it's like okay, well, if you're gonna listen to her, you're gonna listen to her. If you're not gonna, you're not. Like, there are so many other girls, or so many yeah. other rappers. The other musicians you can listen to just go support who you want to support mm-hmm. and supports her is going to support her you just move on with your life like why you got to cancel yeah. somebody just move around i don't think i like that i'm going to do something else cancel is like not it's, it's it doesn't work it doesn't it doesn't work people i don't we're talking about this years and years later and it, and every time we cancel somebody they do they're come on now when, people, when we cancel kanye they can't. Yeah, that man like, is still doing his thing. He's still making. He's still making money off them Yeezys. Man, like there, are, there's a group of people who did cancel Kanye, but it's like, okay, you canceling him does not mean that there's not going to be more people who support him, who will still agree with him. Like you can cancel them all you want. He's canceled mm-hmm. to you. Like that. What that thing? to you? To you. To you. <laughs> to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, even canceled. I know yeah. this wasn't even on the docket, but did you see that that uh, article? That Bauer made an announcement that he's going to retire if he drops his next album. And that was a great episode of the Darren Green Show. Hope you've enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> retire? Like, how retire. many albums you got? Three? He has like four. Three? Yes, some, three ain't some of them like Nickelodeon? He said he's going to retire. Like, damn, we thought you retired when you went to that show. Did he go to a reality show too? Did he go yeah, to growing up hip hop. I'm like, boy, what? Who, who are you? <laughs> I would love to see a versus battle between him and Lil Romeo. Romeo got that ICDC so? College. Right. That's as soon as he played the ICDC College commercial, <laughs> I'm walking off. 
<laughs> not you logging off. <laughs> Game over. That's they it. should do. They should do a versus battle. I mean, I mean, short. They ain't got but five hits a piece. Maybe if that. Be a ten minute damn live. This is a nice little thirty minute segment. That's good. I have to be here all night. Right. Glad I have to be y'all better do verses with these damn movies because that's the only thing y'all in- influential on. Like, I don't like uh, anyway. <laughs> okay, bad wow. Bad wow. Mm. But yeah, we're looking forward to the album. We're looking forward to the retirement. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't feeling him ever ever since he made his statements about uh, R. Kelly. Like, oh, some of them girls, some of them girls are new or something. Uh-uh. Some of them got to be lying. Nigga, what? Oh, and he has a daughter. That's sad. Mm. Yeah, I tapped out after that. I was like, all right, bow. Time to go. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of cancel culture, they trying now. They trying to cancel Uncle Ben. Or Uncle okay. Joe, I'm sorry. I said Uncle Ben Child. I'm Uncle like, Joe. The rice man? Not the... <laughs> no, what? I got an actual Uncle Ben actually. Child, I'm thinking about my actual Uncle Ben. He must be talking about me. Anyway, Uncle Joe. They trying to cancel Uncle Joe. Oh, because he said they're not black if they don't vote for him. Yeah. That's not what he said. Let me stop paraphrasing. What he said was... If you uh, have a problem they... figuring out whether you're with me or Trump, you're not black. Or you ain't black. That's that's what he said in quotes. Right. And I think it's because of the... Because they were talking about their policies and their plans. It's like, okay, well, if you can look... Look at what plan that Trump has for black people, what he's done for them. Because you mm-hmm. do have black people like... Right? Black Trump has done more for black people than any other president. I'm like, why? Because he invited y'all into the White House and took pictures with y'all? Mm-hmm. Like, There's y'all McDonald's? Right. Um, but and I think it's because black people like money. And the idea of there mm-hmm. being a rich and successful, I think Trump is like a, um, he's like an iPhone. He's like a status symbol. And yeah. you want to to whatever makes you feel like you've arrived or that you have. Like Trump represents hope and capitalism. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Joe's record isn't squeaky clean, but he has progressed over the years in how he, how he uh, approaches policies when it comes to black communities. And, um, you know, if I was in this position, it would be frustrating. Like, why are y'all? St- why are you still hammering me? I've laid out my plans for you. Mm-hmm. Just go to the plans, and then compare it to his plans, and you should be able to choose. It should be easy for you to choose which side you be on. Yeah. If you, that thing, you you ain't black, and if you're a white, like, and if I, I took it like, well, a white person is not gonna be able to distinguish the difference, like, because they don't, it's, they're not interested in it. That's but can I say I, this though? I think that, and this is something that a friend of mine was talking about, because. People on social media, child, child, let me tell you, um, you know. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 
Listen, there's a reason the ultra-wealthy have been investing in fine wine for centuries. Historically stable returns and a lack of volatility make it stand out compared to traditional assets, especially during a downturn. But now you can invest alongside with them with Vint. Vint is an SEC-qualified investment platform that offers shares of the most sought-after wines in the world. So join the thousands of investors diversifying with fine wine and spirits. Learn more at VINT.co. For full investment disclosure information and more, visit VIN. I think that we're talking about a white person telling you, telling someone that you're not black, someone that does not have a black lived experience, that you're Mm -hmm. not black if you don't vote for me. I think that part, I think I'm voting for Trump. No, excuse. Ooh, child. Ah, I'm voting for Joe. Regardless. However, I think that it's very problematic for him to say that, though. I yeah, get I get, yeah, I get it. Yeah, no, I'm telling you, you ain't black. Okay, well, yeah, same thing to each other when Obama ran, and then people who didn't, who weren't sure if they were going to vote for Obama, we said the same thing. Well, you ain't black. Like, do you not? There's no way you can, because well, I mean, Obama first of all, African American. If you're if you're African American, that's one thing. But we all understand what that means to be. We know it. What when people use black as a cultural term, like mm-hmm. if you're doing something for the culture, and if you said that you black and you down with us. Like and we're supposed to be moving forward into a in a in a totally different space and mm-hmm. fighting for we're still fighting for so, certain civil liberties, um, you know, attitudes towards you know police and law enforcement when it comes to black communities. Like, if that's what you say that you're about, there's mm-hmm. no way you can look at the plan that Joe has and the plan that that uh, Cheeto has and not choose sure. to support Joe Biden. Yeah. Like. The black color, like if you're with the people, then you're with the people. And Joe is with the people, unfortunately. Like what I'm scared of is people you need being, candidates. And I think yeah. they both problematic. Yeah, I think they both problematic. And I think what I'm scared of, I'm scared of people, black people, because the thing about it is though, he's coming for the black Trump supporters. When we look at the when we look at the number of the black Trump supporters, it's not that big. It's not a lot of community, it's not a lot of, it's not a lot of black Trump supporters. Not as much as black voters that are not voting. I think that's the real issue. That's what got. That's that's what that's the reason why Hillary didn't win. There was a lot of black uh, voters that there was a lot of black people that didn't vote. I can't blame Hillary losing on black vote. That's not how she lost. It had nothing to do with black people not voting for her. That's not why Hillary lost. It was the reason Hillary why lost, lost. The campaign in the in the Midwest, mm-hmm. and she didn't touch battle, a particular battleground state. Because Obama had won it twice, and she just assumed, she assumed. that they would vote her. That was her mistake. Oh, well, it, could, it, was a ray, it was a ray of things. It was a ray of things. I'm just saying, but wasn't black people? Black people didn't cost Hillary Clinton the election. But there was a decline voted. in black voters, though. There was a decline in, in black voting. We weren't interested in either one because they were both bad candidates. But Hillary still won the popular vote because, mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Black people, whether it's a, a type of a loyalty yeah. to the Democratic Party, but black people usually will vote liberal, uh, especially if they're in areas where there's still like an air of oppression mm-hmm. in some form, whether it's um, civically, whether it's economically, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's the education system seems broken. Like they're going to vote liberally because liberals usually they put money in those particular areas, like when it goes to the Senate, like that's the point of voting for these people because you're really, people don't understand why you vote. You vote so that you can move money, mm-hmm. um, money on, a, on certain agenda items on the budget, and then 
that goes towards certain policies. Like that's how mm-hmm. the, the bills work. Like they call a bill for a reason. You put you put money into the law. So oh, wow. where are we where, where are these people trying to move the money? What is Joe's plan? What's his budget? What is it going to look like? Where is he going to be spending our tax dollars mm-hmm. um, over the next four years? Like is he going right. to be putting money in education? Are you going to be putting the money we're paying? Are you going to put it in healthcare? Which mm-hmm. means that uh, money there, you're going to have to debate how the money's going to be spent. You have to come up with new rules. And that becomes your law. Yeah. Like, I just think that a lot of voters just aren't, aren't informed on how this process works. And we get all excited when it's time for the president, presidential right. election, because it's a election. But, like, this is the stuff that we should have been talking about two years ago, like during mm-hmm. the midterm. Like, if we wanted to have Joe, or if we wanted to have someone that was going to be a, or someone like Bernie, if you wanted Bernie Sanders to get the nomination, during the midterm elections, when Joe, when by, uh, Trump first got in office, you should have been campaigning hard for people who had more socialist agendas to be in Congress mm. or getting your local leadership in position, your mayors, your um, aldermen, and your, your state senators, because those are the people that make up the electoral college. So when it's time to vote and give out delegates, you want the people who are actually casting the votes that matter for real mm-hmm. to be on your side. You can't not vote in... Democratic leadership or not voting in Democratic socialists or whatever, and then expect these Republicans that you have in office in your local area or these um, moderate Democrats um, in your local area to just somehow say, well, they want their socialist policy, I'm going to vote for that, because that's not how it's going to work. They're going to vote mm-hmm. and align their ideology based on who put them in office. And that's how we got Trump. And unfortunately, if we don't play it right, well, We'll be with Trump until 2024. Yeah, and that's just what I'm scared of because I'm just scared of people just like, all right, well, I don't want this is starting to look like uh, the 2016 election. I'm sorry. It's starting to look like it now. There's a lot of people that are now there's people coming after Joe. And I just want to implore people that are listening to this, you know, take what he said with a grain of salt. I felt like what he said was very um, it was stupid and he was trying to I felt like it wasn't well, not stupid, but I felt like it just he shouldn't have said that. It was too comfortable. He got too comfortable. He, he got too that, comfortable. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's been working so long. It's like he probably felt that he was comfortable enough that he could say that because yeah. he's, because we call him Uncle Joe. And we and, and we give like, him the he got the, he got the, uh, the the invite to the cookout and all that or whatever. So yeah, I, but, think, I think you know. I don't know. I just feel like you know there are times when we do have white allies that do get a little too comfortable and they feel like they mm-hmm. they can relate to us in a different way. And I just think that moment was where, and I, I don't even think it was started by black liberals. I think it was something that black conservatives jumped on first. Like, how dare he say that I'm not black if I don't, if I'm not supporting him. And then that, mm-hmm. just, that just incited more black people to be like, wait a minute, this white man just told me I'm not black if I don't vote for him. But I'm like, you're voting for him anyway. So why are you offended? Like, you voted for him. You're on his side. He's talking yeah. about the people who don't care about the black agenda and are worried about, tell me I'm you know what I mean? Black so, and you ain't black. Like, if you ain't gonna tell me that. Nah, you just not gonna tell me that. Like I said, just take it with a grain of salt. I still I think want you to vote for Joe. Uh, you be pragmatic. To put your ideas, yeah. everybody has their own ideals, but there's a common goal at this moment. The common goal right now is to remove Trump from office. Yes. So put all your other stuff away at this moment because yeah. this man is an imminent threat to our nation and an imminent mm-hmm. threat to people like us. Forget what Joe said. There's, this is more. This is about more than Joe Biden being president of the United States. Right. It's about getting rid of the one we have. Yes. I would vote for a talking stapler at this point. <laughs> okay. With, with Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. I would 
I would vote for a dancing bottle of Dr. Pepper. Now. <laughs> so, being yeah. pragmatic, whatever my ideals are and all kind of stuff, I know that I'm, I, I'm aligned with liberal ideals. That is what I'm voting for. Mm. Whoever they decide to front, that's fine. I'm voting for our democratic ideals, and I'm going to vote down ballot. Like, let's, like we, let's be pragmatic. It was yeah. so... This is such a sensitive time. Everybody's yeah, sensitive, off. opinionated. But then, if I get checked or if I get challenged, then I'm offended. And oh my god, well, my is like y'all got the, you think this man has enough power to tell you that you're not black? Like, if you got offended by that, I'm looking at you like, so you really bothered by this man saying that? Like, do you know what country we in? You got bothered. I'm not bothered, bothered to the point that I'm not going to vote for him. I was a little pissed, but I'm not that. I'm not talking about you know what. You got bothered I'm, by him I'm looking at you like, so you're not. Yeah. You must not be as strong as you think you are. You uh-huh. must not be securing your blackness as you say you are. If you if Joe Biden can say, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. Because I'll still vote for Trump and be black as fuck if I wanted to be, if that was my that was my choice. But so that so many people got moved by that. I'm just like, come on, y'all. This is not the 50s anymore. Like, yeah. I mean, and, and we say it and us black people say it all the time. People that vote for Trump. I mean, we'll make the joke. You, I think you said that earlier in this episode. Like, you're not black. Now, it's like you're, you're the people we talk about. Like you're, you're not black. Talking. I don't know. There's just certain things that white people just can't say. But you know, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. take it with a, yeah. take it with a damn grain of salt. Joanne mm-hmm. canceled. I do wish we had uh, a different candidate at the top of the ballot. But I'm mm-hmm. just anxious to see who's going to choose for vice president. I really hope I wanted it to be a black woman. I think it would be it would re-energize the campaign, even though after this this crazy mess up that he just did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, looking at the numbers, like he won't win if he has a black female vice president. He's not going to win. So let's try to. Because those white women aren't going to vote. But like, you have to think about the majority Man, of the voters. Get Obama. <laughs> right. Like, the only thing that would save this election is, is if Joe Biden did, like, gave up the nomination and Michelle Obama ran. I'm still going to say, like, she's the only person in this country right now, I feel like, to mm-hmm. say, you know what? Three days before the election, she's like, you know, I think I'm gonna run for president. I think I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna do it. That's why if I like, see Kamala, oh, I'm like, girl, Lord. right? Thank you, Lord, because then <laughs> it'll make it easy for us. Like, whoo, mm-hmm. thank you. Mm-hmm. You seen uh, speaking of uh, speaking of Michelle, you seen her documentary on on Netflix? I, it was, I cried a little bit. Oh, yeah, it was cute. I yeah, maybe. It. Yeah, like you, like oh my god, the Obamas, oh my goodness, like I was like oh my god, like they, they're, I cannot believe they run our country, like yeah, and look at look at where we well, are now. in a position of of power influence, but mm-hmm. when I it was still Mitch McConnell, even though it was great to have a black president and a black first lady, it was a it was a a very traumatizing time for black people. Mm. That's that, during that time the media was uh, was circulating footage of cops killing black people every week. Yeah. You notice that? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Keep, and we had recession. We had a big recession when he first came in. So he had like a lot of work to do. Yeah, but people trusted him and the global market trusted Obama. Mm. And uh, and Trump is just he's too erratic. And yeah. that's why the the market is so volatile because who wants to invest in a country that has poor leadership mm-hmm. or a leader that lies and then loses track of the lies. Then the administration don't just how he back. handled this pandemic. Just it's just poorly. a mess. It just it's just a mess. I just I want that this nightmare needs to be over and it needs to be over quickly. Get him out of here. To quote Trump, get him out of here. 
<laughs> get that son of a bitch. Look. Right. We gotta get we gotta get Miss McConnell out of here too. Yeah. Gotta, that man has to go. He does. I I can't. I, I Child, they all gotta go. <laughs> Just get rid of Kentucky. We don't even need that state anymore. You said get rid of <laughs> not Kentucky. Rid of Kentucky. You like y'all fried chicken. But Ooh. other than that, like they can mm. go. Then in they bluegrass. Cancel them all, but let me tell you who's not canceled though. Chloe Kardashian's surgeon. I yo. <laughs> look, wow. look, 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 look. Okay, so you seen the new shot? You seen the new photo she she posted with her I've new? Seen, I've seen the new Chloe. I don't know if it's Space Tune or Ooh. what, but she. I mean, she got rid of that that Simpson chin. Honey, she is Karen two point I mean, but she looks. She's. It's crazy how Chloe went from the the sister that you know used to express that she didn't feel like part of the other one. She didn't feel mm-hmm. pretty. She didn't feel she was tall and she she was so different than them. And I was like, damn, she went to becoming the prettiest sister like in a matter of six in that six week healing time. Oh. <laughs> but when Chloe Kardashian is now the prettiest Kardashian, wow, we never thought this moment would come. Yeah, I was talking about a dark horse was... candidate. Hmm. Oh, I'm done with you. Wow. <laughs> and then they, they played in our face talking about um, she went from blonde to brunette or blonde to bronze. And I'm like, y'all talking about everything except this new ass chin. You said this new ass chin. Like, y'all talking about Child. her hair color. Look at this face, honey. Not she Cardi should have went to that because when she got her chin done, honey, she looked like goddamn Wicked Witch of the West. But, Barty. Who? Barty. She got chin. Oh yeah. Well, I don't know. She, she, did, don't... Her, she did get a, that, that chin sharp as hell. Anyway, no. But Chloe, <laughs> Chloe Kardashian. I mean, I'm looking at it now just for reference. Like mm-hmm. this girl looked. I'm like, who is this? And then the caption was crazy too, because she was like, a location under these bitches' skins. I'm like, ooh. Nah. I'm like, oh Kim, she coming for the she coming for the phone. <laughs> Cause we tired of Cam. Who? Cam is. You said who? <laughs> I just want that whole family to just. Mm. I want them to like Dynasty. In that show in the eighties, I'm ready for them to just go ahead and have their series finale, mm. so we can move on. Right. I'm like, who else? What other families do we have in America? I feel like oh, that should have been what they should have been doing the past five years. They should be looking for other families to like produce their content and like. You know, slowly their their stuff is not gonna because people are there's a lot of people getting pissed at. I think the only people watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians are white people, mind you. Black people are, you know, we're we we are the market like we are a market that you know people will want. Um, there's not a lot of black people watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians no more. I mean, the only time we'll watch it is if it's they're like a big fight, like you know, for example, the fight that just happened um, between Courtney and and, uh, and Kim. But like other than that. I don't see people watching. I don't see people like I don't see the hashtag trending on Twitter. You know? Yeah. I thought I'd talk about this because you know this was something this was like really about surprising. You like it? Face. I yeah, I mean it, and some people came trying to figure her, out which face Tristan gonna like. <laughs> yeah. Tristan was for it. He was in the comments child. I'm like, oh now you back in the comments. Okay. Um right. so yeah. Now what he liked. She had to go get that Jordan. <laughs> And you know, people were coming. People were clowning her because of her plastic surgery, or you know, surgery shaming. Um, 
I think that a lot of people on social media, and, and we always go back to this, people on social media saying whatever the hell. It, I'm like, if y'all had the money that she had, y'all wouldn't get work done? This is probably like but a small percentage how of y'all. Look. Huh? That's for people who don't like what they, for people who don't like what they see in the mirror. Like mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's, I mean, and I'm not surgery shaming, but if we're going to be real about the situation uh, on a psychological level, it's like, mm-hmm. unless something's not functional, if it's not like a necessary surgery for you like to survive mm-hmm. or ailment, like you getting cosmetic surgery is solely based on you not liking what you see in the mirror. It's solely based on you not a hundred percent accepting mm-hmm. and loving what you see, mm-hmm. who you are, or your physical form. It's that's what that is. It's the same thing with people who decide to work out for a particular look, not and they are cover up and say, Oh, I just want to be healthy. Well, you can be healthy and not be built like a gladiator, but you do that because you want that's you what want you a six want pack. To see. That's what you want to see in the mirror because you're mm-hmm. not you don't feel connected to what you see. Like there are different forms of body dysmorphia and it's not just about like trans people. It's like there are people out here who have plastic surgery every year because they are not, they don't feel connected to what they see in the mirror. And that is sad. And I think that's when, that's when it starts becoming a problem when you're constantly getting the surgery. However, there are people that get surgery one time, one, one or two time. And you know, they're content with how they look and then they live their life, how they live their life. I mean, you know, personally, I don't like my teeth. I'm too, when I get a bag child, I'm going to get veneers. Right. But does that mean I hate the way I look or something like, or I'm just like, you know, is it, yeah. is it a problem? Well, yeah, but is it a problem? Is it a problem though? Problem for who? For me. It's, only a, it's not a, is it a problem for you? Your teeth are a problem for you, but you have the means to solve that problem. It's a problem for you. Your solution is I'm getting veneers. As long as you're happy, that's all that matters. Right. But it doesn't mean that there's not a problem. The problem was you didn't like your teeth. But me, people are saying how you it. Handle, yeah, how you but, handle it is your business. But people get public scrutiny for it, though. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not trying to say, oh, my God, Khloe Kardashian goes through a lot, because let's be clear. But you know. they like it. They like that attention. That's oh, what they, they like the attention. Okay. <laughs> I mean, but that's what they, I mean, they're not a talented family. Mm-hmm. So they're, they right. make money off of garnering attention yeah. of other people. Okay, well, Art, when you look at people like Nicki Minaj, okay, so for the longest, people said a lot of negative stuff about her body saying that it's not real, which is completely debatable, first of all. And second of all, um, I know that she doesn't want that type of attention or she doesn't care for that type of attention. So I think that, you know, if that is the case, if that was the case, why is that such an issue? You get what I'm saying? I never, I was always an advocate for surgery as long as it's not like, you know, you getting it every day or you getting it every week, honey, like, come on. Like, because right. now so, your nose looking, you know what I'm saying? But like, if you had a couple times, you know, I don't, yeah. I don't have an issue with it, and I don't think people should. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Listen, there's a reason the ultra-wealthy have been investing in fine wine for centuries. Historically stable returns and a lack of volatility make it stand out compared to traditional assets, especially during a downturn. But now you can invest alongside with them with Vint. Vint is an SEC-qualified investment platform that offers shares of the most sought-after wines in the world. So join the thousands of investors diversifying with fine wine and spirits. Learn more at VINT.co. For full investment disclosure information and more, visit VIN. To really give a crap? I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Yeah, being a culture leader, like Nicki Minaj, whether people kind of acknowledge it or not, she is a a leader in in pro surgery culture, mm-hmm. which is great because people always compare her to Lil Kim, but Lil Kim looks a botched mess. You know what I mean? Nobody mm-hmm. wants to go to the hospital and say, "Oh, I want what Kim had." Like you don't want that. Nicki was able to. Um, modify her body in a way that um, at first, like, if she would talk about like getting ash, I was like, why do y'all care? But like, the the role that I'm in is I want a fat ass and I can afford one. Mm-hmm. And however I want to get, if I want to get ass shots, if I want to get butt implants, if I want to, you know, do um, mm-hmm. a BF, do body fat transfer, I can do it. Yeah, And I can make it look good however I want to. And Nikki, Nikki, only time we've ever seen really bad pictures of Nikki is like either immediately right after she's had surgery or like when it's time for her to, to get, when she was transitioning from the butt shots to, um, to fat, like to body fat. Because those or if it's go, photoshopped. Let's go down, huh? I said, or if it's photoshopped. <laughs> or like the photo, like, well, yeah, like, you know, people. Because, you know, people used to do that. People used to really do that. And people are so gullible. I'm like, mm. Yeah, people are stupid. Whitney, Whitney Houston warns all about Photoshop. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's like, I mean, just because you see it on, just because you see it on TV, you know, p- people manipulate pictures and images. Uh-huh. But um, but yeah, like Nikki got up. All the bitches wanted body. They wanted Nikki's body. They want mm-hmm. the strippers wanted to look like Nicki Minaj because that she made it hot. And so it was. It's just part of the culture. And as far as if she was in the mirror and she said, "I want a bigger butt," then guess what? That's a moment. That's a problem for you. You have an issue with the way that your butt looks. What's your solution? Your solution to either you're going to accept it, you're going to work on it to fix it to what to where you want it to be, and how you decide to work on it to fix it where you want it to be is up to you because you can either work out or you can go buy it. So I mean, either way, there's still going to be a problem and there's a solution. How you decide to do it is your thing. People are going to talk regardless. Mm-hmm. If people ain't talking, if people aren't going to talk about your teeth, they're going to talk about your hair. If they ain't going to talk about your hair. They're going to talk about you being ashy. They're going to talk about you being ashy. They're going to talk about you being broke. They're going to talk about you being broke. People are always going to talk about something. People going to talk, child. People going to talk. Yeah, yeah, people need to stop talking. It's just a matter of what it is you see in the mirror, what you like and what you don't like. I remember for a long time, I wanted to get my nose done. I felt like my nose was too big, and I didn't have, like, a defined bridge. Mm -hmm. It used to bother me. And I remember I went to L.A. when I moved to Hollywood. I went to Dr. Simeon's office, and I was going to do a consultation. I mean, I found out how much it would have been. I was like, well, I can't afford that anyway. But I thought about it. I was like. This is my nose, though. Like, if I change my nose, it won't be my face. Mm-hmm. It won't be. It won't be my face. It'll be. It'll be me plus this other nigga's nose that I liked, or this other type of nose that I liked. It won't be me. Some so people that, don't like how they look. Some people feel like you know I don't really care about that. Yeah, it took a lot of work. It took a lot of work for me to actually appreciate mm-hmm. whatever I. Had. I still want to get my teeth done. I'm with you on that. Like, yeah. I love teeth. I want to get braces. I just want to. After I had surgery, my teeth shifted. I want them to go back to how they were. Child, um, I want my teeth like Nene's, honey. Oh, you—they're done. They're done. They're done. They're done. 
They're okay. done. I knew you when you was the rotten teeth, Nene. The rotten teeth. <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah, like I feel like people need to do what makes them happy. And if that's one of the things that makes you happy is modifying your appearance to whatever standard of beauty that you have in your head or that you feel is gonna be the, the version of your best self, then do that. And then and fuck whatever anybody else thinks about it, especially if they're not paying for it. If they're not so I don't care. Chloe Kardashian, Chloe Kardashian could have 15 more faces. I don't care. I think she's not my face. I mean, this and is my fine. money. <laughs> she's gonna be a walking. She's gonna be a walking uh, bitmoji. Oh, oh. A Miss Potato Head. That's what mm-hmm. they are. Miss Potato Head. I'm Miss Potato Head. <laughs> I'm done with you. <laughs> like I'm done. I'm done. I'm finished. We're done. So I'm gearing myself up for Chromatica. It comes out Friday. We just got Rain On Me uh, featuring Ariana Grande. We got the song and the video. Um, we talked a little about we talked a little bit about this before we started recording. I think that this song wasn't as strong as I wanted it to be, or we we or what we expected a collaboration with Gaga and Ariana Grande. I don't know. There was also was a, there also was a lot of people saying that Ariana didn't really push her own weight in this song, and we kind of disagreed with that because you said you felt like Gaga didn't push her own weight. So I, I mean, I don't know. I think I think the video saved the song. I love watching the video, hearing the song. I mean, I, I wouldn't skip it, but you know, I still was. I, I'm still streaming "Stupid Love" more. Like, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um. It just sounded like a song that I've heard already over the past 30 years. Like, it just sounds mm-hmm. like another EDM pop song, another club song. So, good for them. The white gays are going to go up for it. They're going to get their lives. They're going to be two step into the one and three beat and rain. Yeah, they got on their own. Yeah. I'm, yeah, the, the gays are living for it. It's, it's a mediocre song to me. And <laughs> I think that I would expect it more because Lady Gaga is such a phenomenal, like, Mm-hmm. writer and like performer and I think Ariana has an amazing uh, voice and vocal dexterity that she could have used and I just feel like they both were underwhelming for me from what I expected their collaboration to be like like I wanted my fucking head to explode and right. that didn't happen so I mean the video saved it I think I went on Twitter and was like the song was mediocre to me yeah. and I, the video needs to be iconic and I saw the video and I'm like alright well I saw it once it's not something that I it's not something that I have to watch again like well, here, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. It didn't give me telephone. It didn't. I mean, I, I, not that I wanted telephone, but it didn't give me that same. Mm, what? Well, okay, because telephone was a. It was a whole production. It was a whole skit and everything. That's why telephone was telephone. But that was, was a better. Production? That was this a better was, video than the song. She's in her Zelda era. Like everything about this Chromatica is giving I'm me Zelda. Zelda. Giving me video game. Giving me virtual reality kind of like tease. Um, and it's out of this world, and I it's very guess, themed. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Gaga was never a themed person. Like she did, like when she did art pop, that was everything. That was just this. That was that. That was this. And even though art pop didn't do, was kind of themed. It was dark. Huh? Fame Monster was dark, uh, musical theater. This is just giving me video game. This is giving me video game. And I maybe maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's why I can't feel. I don't feel as connected to like stupid love and to like this rain on me or this chromatica theme thing because it's it's given very much VR. Like it's giving me virtual reality video mm. game. And I don't I'm not interested in that kind of stuff. I'm not moved by it. I'm not entertained. 
Lupa didn't give that either. What? No, she. Who? And I was about to say Dia Lupa, but no, she's she's more like. But gives me disco. She's a disco queen. Okay. Hmm. Um. So, no. I mean, good job, Lady Gaga and Ariana. I think it did it mm-hmm. go number one. Is it gonna be number one? I think it's number one on iTunes, but. My thing is this. I, I think that, and I'm going to say this, and I want everyone to take this with a grain of salt if, uh, if there's any Arianators. I don't feel any Ariana's like features. I feel like she's good by herself or if somebody's featuring her song. I, I, I wasn't a fan of Side to Side. I didn't like the... Um, I just thought it was her song. Oh, not... Damn, not well, just a song. Wow, not, that's a mess. Oh, oh. My bad. Hold on. Wait, wait. Okay, so I don't. Okay, so I just don't like her collaborations. You didn't like That's her just, on bed. No, I didn't like her on bed. I didn't like her on the the um the the song that she did with uh with Nick. The other song she did with Nicki. Like, what was that thing? The, the night is coming. Oh, the, the light is coming. That shit. Like, I feel like That's Ariana Grande. Huh. That's her song too. That's her. Well, okay, song. I, well I just changed that. So just you don't like I, her with Nicki. That's what you say. I don't you like don't her like, with. I don't like her with collaborations. Like I don't like her collaborations. It's just not. Yeah, I like, feel like. Do you like her with the Justin Tim- the Justin Bieber song? What song? No. Baby. No. That's why I was not with. That's why I was not with her when I'm like, girl, that that went number one. Who paid for that? Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, Takashi. Um, I wasn't feeling that. Like I don't like. I feel like either it's her not like giving her all. Like with the with the vocals and stuff like that, I like when it's just her. Oh, okay, I guess I'm the same way with like, oh, oh, that's crazy. I'm like I'm the same way with Mariah Carey. You don't like her. You don't like any type of collaborations that she done. Like, I don't like her. We well, almost say I don't like her at all. But like, I like her songs when it's just her singing. Yeah. Um. Don't try to sit there and say I was trying to shade Nikki. Look, Nikki's verses were good, but I just didn't like the song altogether. Like it just didn't. It just was just uh, like side to side. Okay, like I'm just only here for the rap, for the rap. Bicycle ride, dick bicycle. That's it. <laughs> um, I don't know. Just, just. Yeah. I mean, at first I was like listening to, I was bopping to it, you know. And I think that we talked about this with, um, yeah, we talked about this with, um, you know, into her chromatica era. I think a lot of people are just high off nostalgia, um, because wow. Gaga hasn't been moving. Gaga, um, Gaga hasn't, yes, Gaga hasn't been Gaga. She came out with Joanne, and we were like, and we understand this is a tribute to your aunt because I actually did watch your documentary, and I and I was with you with all of that, but I just didn't feel connected to this album that doesn't mean that it was a horrible album i just didn't feel connected to it and we feel connect we're, we're connecting with this because we feel like this is with the gaga that we grew up with this um like how you said stupid love kind of remind you of born this way i love that i love how it reminds me of a song that i've cherished for so long and, and you know born this way came out when i was figuring out things you get what i'm saying so you know, um, that was my express myself, you know, express yourself. Um, so, yeah, like, I think that, you know, we're, we're, like I said, the nostalgia, that's that's why people are really just feeling, they're, they're, they're feeling Gaga no matter what. I'm poor. She's earned it to where whatever she does, it should go, people should go up for because she's created that kind of base. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I understand it. Yeah. But for me, Rain On Me is not one of those songs that I'm going to remember. Not for my personal catalog. It's not gonna be something like, oh, that was my favorite song by. Because it's not. 
Right. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, we'll we'll, we'll just see what happens with this. I, I I can't wait to see her uh collaboration with Elton John and the other songs that's on that album because I'm pretty sure you know maybe this won't be a hit song for you. Maybe it'll be like a song that's on the album that you'll like or something like that. Because that's kind of how it was with Dia Lupa. Like I like her album music other than the hits because the hits was like all right, it was all right. But anyway, you know, we're housewives. I know we you you uh, just finished watching the reunion. Yeah, um, that was definitely. I just want to talk about this just very briefly. It was just like the last part, um, very lackluster. And I will say, after Nini left, this that episode went downhill. I, I did not find it interesting. Even the Yovana part. Yovana was over here lying, saying whatever she had to do to, to secure a Real Housewives check or, or another season on there or whatever. I don't know. Uh, what do you think of that last part? I, I mean, the situation with Snake Gate and Nene walking off, like I think it's, you know, the the some of the housewives, namely Candy, feel like Nene didn't want to face that Nene didn't want to face Ivana or face the truth or whatever. But Nene was also very vocal. Like, this girl been trying to get on the... Um... This girl was trying to get on the show and, and you know, she did a cease and desist and, like, just trying to, you know... She said she had never done anything to this girl. I, I don't care about Snakegate at this point. Like, I thought we had kind of deaded that situation during the season. Mm-hmm. So even rehashing it now, it's like... What else is going on? Like, yeah. I'd be like this, Cynthia. Aren't you moving to LA? So what are we talking about this? Here, uh-huh. we've moved on. It didn't even. I didn't feel like Cynthia was even trying to talk about it. I'm like, girl. I mean, look, this is this is what happened. Yeah, and you can tell that Andy was getting pissed at Nene for leaving because I guess Nene had called Portion. It's like, why are you calling her when? You know, your laptop's right there. Your laptop is but right there. There was also stuff that's happening behind the scenes where Nini was like, they said that she was that Yamana wasn't going to be on the reunion. And I love, you, I don't know if you watched her video on YouTube. Yeah, I did. On the channel about saying, like, of all the things that they could have been talking about when they had other people coming on the show to sell their side, like, why didn't you have, you know, Todd come on to talk about their situation with Candy? Why didn't you have Mark come on and talk about his situation with, with Kenya and give her side? Why didn't you have, um, Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, other people come in and, and or, or why didn't you have the husbands on in general? We always right. have the husbands, but why are you bringing in Yavana with dealing with Snakegate at the end? Like it was a very Nini centered thing. Um, she also said there was so many different things that happened uh, behind the scenes as far as like what they were going to be looking like at the reunion. About her saying she's going to wear black and everybody else is going to wear all white, like like intentionally trying to like paint her as the villain of the season. I think mm-hmm. that is what she just got fed up with, like. Right after after her, and I, I kind of can I I don't know why, but I just feel like I can I can see Nene's perspective. Like I spent the whole season trying to make up with everybody, and be nice to people, and I exposed who um, the people who who just are not interested in in playing nice for whatever reason, so they can keep a keep the tension going. People like your friend and. <laughs> And I'm just like, I'd be over it. Like, I spent this whole season trying to be nice to everybody and do my little spiritual journey mm-hmm. and shit. And y'all still trying to make it seem like I'm the bad guy. I'm not stand, I'm not sitting here for this. I'm going, yeah. I'm going, where you going? I'm going to my bathroom. I'm just going to take a shit for the rest of this goddamn show. How about but, that? 
Yeah, Nene left. I mean, I I don't know. It I think that after Nene leaving, it definitely um it didn't piss off a lot of people. I think well Kenya was Kenya was here for it. But it kind of made the show a little lackluster. And I think, you know, I'm gonna not to play devil's advocate, but you know, when you're on this show and we're in Bravo is paying you these millions of dollars. Like you got to play the game. Sometimes there's always been times where certain cast members been ostracized on reunions. We've seen that happen with Kenya. We've seen that happen with Portia after the whole situation with Phaedra. Um, so this happened to people. So it was like, you know, this is your time. It happened to Kim because Kim was on the show and then they all would come and forget that. That one season child, everybody was working together to get Kim and and Sheree, I mean this 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 happens. Oh, like, yeah. Well she wasn't even she wasn't even really on the show then. She was just a she was just a guest. She was a friend, but like they was really coming for her. Like and she was on the, pretty much the whole time. Right. So it's like, you know, we've all they all had their moments where well not all of them, because I don't think Candy or Cynthia, but most for the most part, you know, if you are in the people that I just mentioned, they are like the people that are noteworthy to the show so it's like you know there's going to be a time where you're going to be ostracized like that and i feel like you just have to play the game especially if you're getting paid for it now if they dock your pay because you left because andy looks andy was pissed honey okay don't be surprised doc who's pay Nini's. she has a contract Nini has a seasonal contract not an episode contract people keep forgetting that she gets paid for the season. She gets paid whether she's there or not, honey. <laughs> you said she gets paid whether she's here or not. Okay. Well, look, but, but things can change. How long is that? How long is that contract? And and when's the last time she signed one? They do their contracts every year. She might get one. She may not. We'll see. Mm. I don't even care anymore. Like if Nene not if Nene doesn't come back to Real Housewives, that mm-hmm. means I'm not going to Real Housewives, and that's okay. Oh, now. <laughs> I'm gonna still watch Housewives though, cause I mean, just cause it's over doesn't really mean it's over, child. Nene left so many times and came right, back. And I came back. And she came back. I was still watching when Nene wasn't on there, but I was missing something when she wasn't. It was boring. It's boring without her. All right. Well, it's six thirty. You do have to go, and unfortunately, that means the show has to end a little early. But that's okay. We had a good hour. Um, and the topics were really great. Um, thank you for joining us. Be sure to, like I said, check out new Vision Streetwear. Um, like I said, my promo code is TTGS.25. Get you some good apparel. Tell your boyfriends, tell your brothers, and if you know, my regular listeners that are male, check it out. Um, right. Thank you for listening. Hope you've enjoyed the convo. Until next time, I'm your host, Darren Green. I'm Prince Derek Dahl. And this was the Darren Green Show, signing out. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 
You know, for centuries, the ultra-wealthy have been putting their money where their mouths are by investing in fine wine. And now, with Vint, you can do that too. At Vint, we offer SEC-qualified investment opportunities of fine wine and spirits curated by our experts with portfolio managers. With Vint, you can invest and diversify into the most sought-after assets that have a history of price appreciation. Learn more at VINT.co. For full investment disclosure information and more, visit VINT.co.